0: That relationships that go through and I give it all away just so I could say that well, I know I know I know I know that you're gonna be ladies okay. and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome to just another white guys podcast I'm Dustin Jones happy to have you along with us for another trip down memory lane we have a special guest in studio together continuing with the family tradition of this show here to rebut some of the many lies and discrepancies that she found in the podcast with my father joining us today the woman with no last name my mom Roxanne whatever you're going by these days oh thank you welcome Dustin. to the program mom
1: <laughs> thank you Dustin you're happy so, to be here
0: you're so welcome Woo-hoo. i'm happy that you could join us of course heather joined us last week and it was a great show heather has an interesting perspective on the world so that was fun kind of talked about uh, her life and her art and all of those fun things. We are doing something a little bit different. We are having cocktails during this podcast, so you never know what we could say. So let's cheers! 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 To cheers. You. Let's take a drink.
1: The pause that refreshes. Ah,
0: God, that's good. Seriously, we've drank a lot of whiskey the last four days,
1: which is uncommon for me. Is it? Yes. I mean, whiskey is my drink of choice, but very few and far between.
0: We have uh, we've put the hammer down the last four days since you've been here. Joining us for the Christmas holiday, we're in the Jog Pot Studios. Of course, you're live here in Oklahoma. You made the trip out uh, to join Nikki and I for uh, Christmas. Heather's with us, and uh, it's been a fun time. Jog Pot Studio, very festive this time of year with the lovely Christmas tree. It's beautiful. You guys did a good job on decorating.
1: We decorated the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. It was so much fun.
0: It, I thought it was a cool-looking tree to start with, but uh, adding like the little poinsettias and the ornaments and stuff, it really just pops it out, and it's uh, made for a very festive Christmas.
1: When it was fun, uh, since I gave you your old ornaments, to be able to go back and look at them and remember each one. And oh, look, you got we it. have
0: a goofball in the window. You already had your 15 minutes of fame. Get out of here. Let yeah, mom and- have her time.
1: I didn't get to uh, review what hers,
0: listen to hers, so I got to listen to your dad, so I can rebut Oh, oh, (laughs) there seemed to be a little, ooh, I heard dads, I (laughs) got to, anything you want to start with? No, just Okay, all right. I didn't think you said anything too bad.
1: No, he didn't, and, you know, quite frankly, I can't really remember, but there were a couple things that he remembered differently than I did. Right. Well, I no mean, when
0: you guys are talking about stuff that happened in the 70s, I mean, you you don't remember 70 minutes ago, let alone in the 1970s. I don't so. remember
1: seven minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting really bad.
0: Oh, uh, So this is Heather's first trip to Oklahoma, but this is you've been this is your third time to Bartlesville now because you were here third for
1: third or fourth time. Oh, yes. Third, because the, the one last time I met you in.
0: Right. We picked you up in Kansas City yeah. on the way to Minnesota. Yeah. So what do you think of Bartlesville?
1: Well, I think it's a really nice town. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been here in the winter, so it's not really fair to judge because it's pretty gray here in the wintertime.
0: Yeah. Well, this is this, this December has been very unusual. We usually are not this gray. Um, I mean, we've only had a couple days. It's, I mean, it's been Seattle-like gray here this month, which is which is unusual. Um,
1: but I mean by gray, I mean like here, even the trees, like the bark on the trees is gray. Yeah. It's just a different, you know, and then all the fields and stuff are brown.
0: Yeah. We don't have pine trees and stuff. So there's not, there's no green. There's no, the le once the leaves fall, then it's just, you know, right. Yeah. Right. That's, that takes some, some time to get used to, but I will tell you, I'm not exactly sure that you want to come visit in July either.
1: No, pretty sure I.
0: So, <laughs> I think you might melt.
1: I'm pretty sure that is the truth. And it's
0: it is it can be. I very, do not like heat. Yeah, then you would not enjoy. There's. Say what you want about Phoenix and 115 degrees, but 98 with a 100% humidity heat index of 110 is really it's just brutal. It's just suffocating. That feeling that you get when. You come outside from work and you open that door and it's just like it literally feels like someone turned on uh, a uh, blow dryer and is just blowing it in your face. So,
1: <sighs> so be happy that I can't come in the wintertime. That's right. That's it could be saying.
0: a could be a lot worse. Hey, at least it's not uh, at least you're not having the threat of uh, being snowed in and having to make sure that you make the last flight out like the first time you were here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, so far we haven't had any real incident. You know the first time it was the snowstorm and right. the freezing rain and the airport closing and the last flight out and it was crazy it was Christmas Eve it was a nightmare I had to leave early um but then the second time I came we had the tornado scare We did? Yeah. Don't you remember that? No. Yeah. That was Thanksgiving.
0: There's a tornado?
1: It wasn't a tornado, but, but it was, was like a warning.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. And so I, I was kind of pretty that. freaked
1: out about that. Huh. remember it was super warm.
0: That's right. That's right. Were we in this house yet? Yes. This was mm-hmm.
1: the... Yes. It was.
0: It has to be because we only lived in that other house for like a year.
1: Yeah. And I was only there that one Christmas, I think. Yeah. So I don't really.
0: Were we like. This is what we're going to do if there's a tornado and No, it wasn't
1: that. Okay. That wasn't that big of a deal. I don't
0: deal. really remember that. But
1: I was trying to think well, It seems like something else happened. Well, the, the when I met you in in Kansas City and we did yeah, that two, drive, that was two like two
0: Christmases ago, was a beast. Just that all the way the highway. I thought, well, we get to Kansas City and there's there's plenty of snow at the Kansas City airport, but the roads hadn't been bad. I was like, oh, well this will be fine. Like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like I kept, I kept hearing like it was it was going to get bad, the roads, you know. Like cuz I kept I had an app on my phone that I kept checking the road conditions in Iowa and it was like, you know, not great but not terrible. And then coming down that hill, when you drop into when you drop into Des Moines coming from from the Missouri side and it was the worst drive I've ever had. It was it was literally like, because I think what happened is it had rained and then it snowed. So it froze underneath and snowed on top of it. And then the plows came through and shaved the snow off. So it was like a skating rink on the interstate. Plus
1: it was all ruts.
0: Yeah. Remember? It was just like, the whole way. Like huge ruts. What, a hundred
1: miles of that? Yeah, something like that. And there were cars and trucks, even big semis, like slid off the road everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. And but the- it was the best Christmas ever.
0: <laughs> how, I think, how many cars did you figure that you saw in the ditch that day?
1: Oh my gosh. At least, at least 50. Yeah. And maybe closer to 100. I don't know. There were so many I didn't even, I stopped counting. Yeah, it was a lot. Like sometimes there would be like 10 or 12 in one, in one area. So it was crazy.
0: <sighs> yeah, that... From West Des Moines to Ankeny, I think, usually takes me, like, 20 minutes, and I think it took us an hour, and then it was another two hours to go.
1: But you did really good. I mean, there was only one time when you were, like, really tense, like, yeah, don't talk to me. I know. But.
0: It was not the funnest ever. Well, and, well, the, but it th- was. one of the real scary parts was when we decided that we needed to go down into that gas station. Oh, yeah. I thought we were getting stuck there for sure. Yeah, but.
1: Well, the windshield wiper fluid what do you call those little things where the water comes out?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. It the, froze over. the the Yeah. The windshield wiper fluid um sprayer.
1: Yeah. That's so right. So we had to stop. That's
0: right. We had to stop because we couldn't get any more fluid.
1: Oh man. That was fun.
0: And then finally getting to the hotel and being able to stop and then it was fine. It was like once we got once we got about an hour north, it wasn't bad. You know, it was just the typical you know, weather.
1: And I think for everybody, you know, just the getting there, you know, like you guys getting to the airport to pick me up and everything. And, and then, so it's, you're pretty, you're excited and exhausted. And I think once we got to the hotel and had a little bit of sleep, only it wasn't very many hours that we slept and then Mm -mm. took off again, but then it was, and it was smooth sailing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the road's you know, I don't mind driving in the snow. It's when it gets it's it's when it's icy is that it's the big problem, especially because the further you get north, the better they are about taking care of their roads and stuff. Here, if we got snow like that, this place would be shut down for a couple days. It's and like it's Oregon. Just,
1: it's like Albany. Same thing.
0: Yeah, so. and we had a couple. God, how many years is that? I think it's been what three years. We had, uh, and we had a February where. We got, like, 14 inches of snow, and then, like, a week later, we got 16 inches of snow. It was insane. Anyway, so where would you rate this Christmas on the the list of best Christmases ever?
1: Right up at the top. It was... It was... It was just so great to have both of my kids together. And actually just to have us and not really have to go anywhere or be anywhere and we could just kick back and relax and laugh and um, do whatever we wanted to do. I think that that was pretty fun.
0: For the most part, it felt like a pretty stress-free Christmas. Yes. So, I mean, there's obviously, there's obviously the stress of getting here and, you know, the presents and all that stuff, but the actual being here and, you know, for the most part, I mean, once you got here, your stress level had to have been a lot lower because, you know, I was pretty much taking care of the food and I was, was taking awesome. care of the house and all that sort of stuff, you know, so it
1: Yeah. And I and this year I did really well. I started early and basically I was done by the 1st of December and it was mostly just the last, you know, the last few things that I needed to do that I couldn't do before. Right. More than a few days before. Um, and I would have
0: to say for me, this is probably the most presents I've ever gotten on a Christmas. So that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, you were pretty spoiled this
0: year. Yeah. you. I mean, people should feel free to spoil me every Christmas. If anyone wants to make sure that I have a pile of presents every year, that's perfectly fine with me. Because, because that's because, what it's
1: all about, right? The more presents, not this.
0: Well, no. I want all the other parts, but I'm just saying, if you want to ensure that I have continue to have the best Christmases ever... Make sure that my family's there. That's all. That's definitely what I want the most. But if you want to make it over the top, it's a pile of presents.
1: Well, Nikki and I were talking about this because we said she really wanted like a Mark Jacobs purse or you know, right something, some kind of purse that she would never buy for herself.
0: Well, she better get a second job.
1: Yeah. But I was thinking, <laughs> well, if she if that would be okay, right. That I just spent on one gift for her. Uh huh. Um,
0: the cumulative total. I totally
1: could do that, right. And she said yes, it, that would be that would be okay with her. But I'm not sure that it really would be.
0: The, I don't want all of my Christmas money spent on one gift unless someone's buying me a car or a vacation. Really? No.
1: Hmm.
0: I want like you want presents to open. Yeah, I think like, that's
1: fun. like that brings back being a little kid. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I don't need like super expensive presents. Like I just like the idea of like, ooh, I wonder what this is. Like I was just as excited to open up those DVDs as you know the, all the other presents that I opened. You know, I I was super excited to open. Wait,
1: oh, I just I forgot. What? Somebody did get you a DVD.
0: Blu-ray. That's right. But I said DVD. Yeah. I got a lot of DVDs when you consider I got the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which My is all. Of us. Mom, that's like the greatest present ever.
1: I know. That was the hardest thing for me to buy. Why? I don't know. It just seems like...
0: They're movies. They're um, awesome movies. I'm glad that you like them. They're it. awesome movies in a an in a awesome, cool case. It's a it's an awesome Halliburton case I guess with a Tesseract I that, that it, lights up as with the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo.
1: I need to think of it as you love that as much as Nikki would love getting a really nice purse. Correct. Okay.
0: Or as much as you loved getting your Kindle Fire HDX or whatever it was that we got you.
1: It was awesome. And I've been on it constantly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Since
0: I opened it. I was was hoping that you would like it. And I'm taking from the fact that you've been on it since you took it out of the package three days ago (laughs) that it's a good gift that we decided to get you.
1: Dustin had to work yesterday, and uh, I said to Heather, okay, Nikki went to pick him up and (laughs) I said to Heather, okay, they pulled in the driveway. We need to put these away now.
0: (laughs) Literally, every time I look up, all three of you are looking at your phones or your tablets. It's just constant. Well,
1: you should just be happy that I'm thrilled with my gift.
0: I am very excited as I look at my phone to make sure there's nothing else that I need to know that's going on in the world. I'm a little bit bitter about the way this day has gone from a football standpoint. The Seahawks did win, so they're going to be the number one seed. That's all I care about. Yeah, but I was trying to win money, Mom.
1: I know that. And I was trying to be supportive, but...
0: You don't really care. Nope, as long as you the Seahawks won. Because you don't love me. I do love you. If you really love me, you would feel bad for and me. And this
1: is how our life goes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so yeah, I needed the San Diego Chargers or the De- really if San Diego or Detroit had won I would have tied and I would have I would have been happy to split the first place money. Hey,
1: I rooted for Detroit.
0: I appreciate that. But they didn't pull it out, but so. They shit the bed. Ugh, more the whiskey. Pause
1: that refreshes.
0: Man, that's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Are we going to play more pinocchio tonight?
0: Um, we can play more Peanuts. Are you don't you don't not too. Well, Nikki can't stay up too late. She's got to work in the morning.
1: I know, but it's early still. Yeah, so. it's only
0: seven. We got time. I'm gonna knock out this podcast. I didn't want you to feel left out. I thought I thought I saw you sitting at the table, being a little pouty that I hadn't asked you to come in the studio yet.
1: No, not really. I need a comfortable place <laughs> to sit. Both
0: the, both of the girls were very nervous that you weren't going to get to come in and be on the podcast, and that you were going to be upset. Really? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, you guys don't get so butt hurt. It's going to happen.
1: And I wasn't. I don't. I mean, yeah, I'm fine to do it, but what do you? What do I have to say? Not really much.
0: Well, enough that we've filled 16 minutes, and you have we haven't really talked about anything. Oh, well, so I'm good at that. We're doing good.
1: I'm good at not talking about anything.
0: So every time we come in here, I ask the people that get to look around and and look at my studio what what you think of my lovely decorations.
1: Well, they're definitely you.
0: It's very Superman very Superman centric in here.
1: Yes, it is. I love the um. The painting that your sister did for you. Yes, it's awesome, and it looks really, really good. In here. It is.
0: It, I love it. I want to get it framed and and hang it up somewhere. The um, the one thing is, I've I've taken a picture and I, I'm pretty sure that I've posted it. The picture just doesn't do it no, justice. No, it doesn't. It, it's really great, and she did it freehand and. And I saw really
1: it um, like when it was close to being done. Uh uh-huh. But the finish on it is just it's looks so much better than online yeah
0: she did a great she job she really
1: did a good job and she's very talented and, very and of course of
0: i have my awesome jim Cornette picture up there did i show you that picture who is that jim Cornette. he's one of the greatest wrestling managers of all time
1: oh well that would be why i don't
0: know that's right but you should know because he's amazing he also has a podcast i've it's
1: spent my entire life <laughs> trying to avoid the wrestling
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've been missing out Okay. I, I honestly, I don't hardly watch it all anymore. It's so terrible. It just keeps getting worse. I watch UFC, which is awesome. Nikki likes UFC, too.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. She
0: likes it. She does. We went to we went to two UFCs this year. We went to UFC in Dallas, which was awesome. And then we went to UFC in Tulsa, which wasn't as much fun. It was fun to watch them fight, but the atmosphere was just not the same. Well,
1: I support you in your love of the sport, if you could call it that. But... Um, as
0: well,
1: always, I. Are
0: you say? Are you trying to say that mixed martial arts is not a sport?
1: I'm. I'm not saying that it's not a sport. It's just not a
0: sport for me. You just said a sport, if you could call it that. Like well, and I wasn't. Like co- were, I was. Uh, oh, oh like like like, I was a valley girl. like the most disgusting thing ever. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> oh
1: gosh, that's a, and I was more talking about um. Like WWE or whatever okay. they call it now.
0: There we go. What that do they is call it? WWE. Oh, okay. Well, see. See, I look kept up it. enough to you know d- that. Know that. You know, you only know that because you see things on my wish list and go, "I'm not buying that." Not true. I only had one thing for wrestling this year, and I didn't get it. What was that? Macho Man Randy Savage Blu-ray set. The story of the Macho Man. That's alright. Isn't it? Wasn't a huge priority. It was just one of many things. <laughs> you got a lot. So. I know. I'm not complaining. I just was a little sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but had um, I talked to Shelly. Yeah. And we.
0: Uh, you guys needed to coordinate a little bit.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just. I. I don't know why we didn't do that this year.
0: Yeah. That would have been. I mean, it's okay. I, I'm going to keep both of those pairs of shoes. So, Because I oh, want.
1: Yeah. I got such a good deal on it that yeah you might as well keep them yeah so but yeah it's been a it's been an awesome week and i don't
0: want to go home no it's always hard to leave when you when you get to go somewhere that you get to spend time with people that you love
1: it is hard but we all have to go back to work so we we wouldn't be sitting around here playing like we played for the last five days so well
0: and i well you did work a couple days
1: yeah, but you wouldn't want to go shopping and go to the museum with us. No. So, you I, might as well have
0: worked. I I would have I wouldn't have mind sitting around and continuing to drink whiskey, but <laughs> That wouldn't have been good either. Well, mom.
1: Yes, Dustin.
0: So, you're a child of the 60s. I am. And you were born in Albany, right? I was. And you have mostly lived within like 60 or 70 miles 100 miles of albany your whole life i have do you
1: i'm very uncultured
0: (laughs) that's not fair to say you haven't lived other places but you've gotten some culture you've been to canada
1: (laughs) i've been to mexico too i was
0: gonna say that you've been to mexico but what what do you what do you love about being in oregon oh
1: I love, I love everything about Oregon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't realize that what a progressive state we are. Yeah, and so it all just seems natural to me. So when I go somewhere else, and they see things differently, it's I like I just don't even think things are an issue. Yeah, and it's and it's so hard for me to think that. Yeah, in these other places, it's still a huge issue.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And so those are that's hard for me, but I love, I love the weather. I wish that we got more snow, because I love the snow. You know that. Yep. But um, you know, do you, wish,
0: do you wish it rained a little less?
1: I I do wish it rained a little less, but it's gotten better.
0: Don't you think the the rain in Oregon is a little? It's a little over. It's a little over
1: exaggerated. Yeah. Because in especially in the last ten years. We have really great weather. Yeah. And we don't have... You know, it used to... When I was a kid, it would rain and clear through the 4th of July. Yeah. It, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it will rain on the 4th of July more often than not, <laughs> of course. Or on Memorial Day weekend when everybody wants to be out and about. Yeah. But, um, no, the weather's great. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just perfect. And there's so much to do.
0: So, for people that don't know, you are which kid in your family? What number kid? Are I you? am child number four. Child number four. Out of four. five. And you are... I'm
1: definitely a middle child syndrome.
0: <laughs> and who is the oldest? Darby? Dan. Dan. So it's Dan. Bonnie. Bonnie, Darby. Me. U, and, Rod. And Rod. Who unfortunately is no longer with us. Right. And grandma and grandpa aren't with us anymore. What was it like living... What was it like growing up in your house?
1: Well, you know, for me it was a, it was it was a little bit tough, um, because my dad had a stroke. Well, he had a heart attack when I was ten mm-hmm. and then he had a stroke when I was twelve or thirteen. And so that really that really messed up my childhood,
0: yeah
1: because um, I really didn't have a dad. Right. And my mom was so focused on my dad Mm -hmm. and and trying to get him well. And, you know, the whole. Their whole lives were crumbling around them. And so I pretty much. I don't want to say I raised myself because that wasn't the case, but I, I didn't have a lot of family structure.
0: Okay, Grandma and grandpa, they were pretty well to do in the valley. Before he got sick, right? I mean, not they weren't. Well, like- I
1: wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, but I would say that their their lives were coming together. Um, Dad had built this business, and um, you know he he had farms all over the valley that he bred cows for, and he um, was really they were really just coming up. Bought a new house, you know, everything was really starting to go their mm-hmm. way. After a lot of years of hard work, yeah, and then dad got sick.
0: Did were were grandma and grandpa born in Oregon, or did they move from North Dakota? No,
1: they were both born in North North Dakota.
0: Okay, and so our family is our our family's Norwegian. Yes, and are we are you are were they full blooded Norwegian? My
1: dad was full blooded Norwegian, and my mom was uh, three quarters. Okay, so. I think that's right yeah because she was three quarters norwegian and or maybe she was half norwegian half english
0: okay and so how how many generations back is it before some it was the people coming over from norway
1: my um let's Uh, see it would be my great-grandparents okay Came over from Norway
0: so my great-great-grandparents were mm-hmm. em- immigrated from Norway yes. to America mm-hmm. and did they came did they come to New York did they come like through the Ellis Island stuff or did they come in somewhere else
1: no I'm pretty sure they came Ellis Island and then to and I'm not sure if they went directly to North Dakota or if they went like Minnesota first okay because there's a bunch of them that were around the Minnesota area and then North Dakota and then from there that's where the brothers branched off and went out to
0: the west coast. Okay, and where did where did the other brothers go?
1: Let's see, um, most all of the brothers ended up in on the west coast, in um, starting out in the Seattle area, and then um, Dad and Hank ended up in the valley in Albany. You know that Willamette mm-hmm. Valley. And then one, two brothers were ended up in California and one in Chicago. Hmm. And their sister was also um, started out in Port Angeles area in Washington. And then um, then she moved to Oregon.
0: And are many of those relatives still, like, the, obviously the the brothers aren't around, but are you in touch with any of their kids or anything? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, most, most all of them we have some contact with. Um, my Uncle Hank's family all lives in Portland. Um, well, there's my cousin Peggy. She lives in Springfield. But, you know, they all live within a couple hours. Right. And my cousin um, Pat, who is my double cousin. So our mothers were married to brothers. Okay. Um, so we're double cousins. And she lives in Port Angeles, and her daughter Kathy is actually two years older than I am. So, and the same thing with my um, my cousin Marvin and Donna; their daughter is also two years older than me. So, I have second cousins that are older than me. Right. So we were we're more closer than I am. actually am with my cousins. Gotcha. But we're meeting regularly now.
0: What's that like?
1: It's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, Pat has been able to bring a lot of her pictures and things that her mom had. And because we're double cousins, both sides, you know, you look at both sets of grandparents, they're both our grandparents. Right. So it's really kind of cool.
0: That is pretty neat. And have you guys done much like genealogy stuff, like tracking back the relatives back past, like back into Norway and stuff like that?
1: There's some of that that's done. Um on the Randcleve side. Mm-hmm. And it's gone it goes back pretty far like I think 1700 or something like that. Um, and that's all in the Skansen Rand- well it's a Skansen book because my my grandmother was a Skansen. Right. And she was married to a Randcleve. And that gets really um, confusing because in that family there were four brothers And four sisters that married. Mm -hmm. So in this one picture, there's four families. And I want to say it's like something like 18 or 20 kids out of these four people. Um, And there's a picture of all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I made a book for my cousins that we're getting together with. And um, I was able to go and get all those kids' names and who their parents were, and that's all um, noted in the book so that everybody knows who they are and who they belong to.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Because I get really fast. There's this um, this show on PBS where this guy, I can't think of what it's called right now. It's like, uh, you know, this is who you are or something like that it's it's like these famous people that they track back you know as far as they can and oh yeah they yeah, show yeah. they show like not only if they're related to anyone you know else that's famous or anything like mm-hmm. that, but also the breaking down of you know what their actual ethnic DNA is like how far back they can track you know to like these certain like tribal communities and all this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just find that stuff really interesting. It's
1: really interesting. And I've gone on Ancestry.com, but I haven't done a lot of work on there. Um, I was really trying to find information about my um, grandmother's family, Mm -hmm. and I've gotten a little uh, lead on that, but not a lot.
0: Yeah. Are we related to anyone famous?
1: Um, We were related to, um, I think it's President Pierce. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't think it's really a good thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there was much talk about it. Oh. I think he might have been impeached or something.
0: No. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. Fr- that's Franklin Pierce, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, hey, it's still a president. Franklin Pierce. The 14th president. Uh, genial and well-spoken, Pierce was a Northern Democrat who saw the abolitionist movement as a fundamental threat to the unity of the nation. Now, but he was in New Hampshire.
1: Well, that might not be the right one. I might have it wrong. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say until I know. No, no, no. I just remember mom, my mom talking about it. Hmm.
0: But you know, there's always stories like. Oh yeah, we're related to this person that it's not actually true. Right. So, tell you. So, how do you think things would have been different if grandpa hadn't gotten sick?
1: Oh gosh, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, because he really like wanted um Dan and Bonnie are 10 and 12 years older than me. Right. And um like he really wanted them to invest in some of the property out there around Lynn Benton community college where we lived and everything and um had they done that it would be interesting to see because that has all you know grown up so much Mm. and became very valuable right um but but besides that what would have happened to me like how my life would have been different and the guidance that he would have given me i just i wonder about that a lot
0: yeah Because I
1: really didn't have a lot of guidance. Right. I kind of just figured it out on my own. Yeah,
0: kind of just did your own thing. Yep. And so, but I think part of that makes you the person that you are, which is a person that I really like and I really look up to because I think that because you had to figure it out on your own, you still have that spirit in you and you still figure it out on your own. I mean, you know, we're X amount of years later. We won't say how many, but, (laughs) you know, still just, you know, figuring it out. And I think that's something that people can aspire to, to not, you know, it's certainly nice to get, have someone to guide you, but there's also something to be said for being able to figure it out on your own, figure it out and, and make your way in the world. And, you know, it's, you know, it's not like you have a vast, you know, education background and all this stuff you've really just got in there and, you picked up a shovel and started digging and you know there's there's a lot of people that would benefit from hey this is what you can do like if you work really hard but also you did that in the 80s when that was more admirable to you know find a career and start digging in and making the most of it and cuz you've you did like just a bunch of like you kind of bounced around from thing to thing right for a while like you did the four service for a bit and then when they, then you then yeah you did like- i really
1: that's about all i did is i did the forest service and then um and then when you guys well when when i got pregnant with heather then i really wanted to uh, what i wanted to do was stay home and be a be a stay-at-home mom right but um that didn't work out and so then i did a couple of you know little like i worked at fred meyer for through the Christmas season to make extra money and did a few odd jobs like that. But then I went to, um, we moved to Albany.
0: Right. Well, didn't you work at like at the Almsville bank or something.
1: Oh yeah. I forgot about that.
0: You worked at, yeah, I worked at the bank, started at
1: Almsville and then I worked at Mill city for a while.
0: And then, and then I forgot all about that. And then when dad went to work for WTD, Mm -hmm. then we moved to Albany. Right. And then how did you end up, working at the hospital
1: you know i looked at an ad in the paper yeah and i read this job and i was like oh this is something that i've always wanted to do and i thought i'm just gonna interview for it you know what's the worst that can happen i won't get the job Mm -hmm. and i interviewed for it and they called me right back and i got the job the same day
0: and it's it was for a phlebotomist right right which is
1: which at the point i at that point i had no idea what it was (laughs) Basically, it's one who draws blood.
0: And so they just were fine to just have someone to train?
1: Back in that day, um, they trained you on the job. There were no phlebotomy programs. There was no licensing, all that kind of stuff. They trained you in the hospital. Huh. And so um, that's how I got into it, and they trained me.
0: If you fast-forwarded like 10 years later, would you have had to have gone through a program or something? Yes, you have to.
1: You have to now. You have to go through a program. And it's not a long program. It's like, I don't know, 10 weeks or three months or I don't know, something like that. And um, But there is a there is a state or a national licensing that you go through now.
0: So do you have a national license now?
1: I do not have a national license. I've never done it. Are you supposed to? No, you don't have to. I mean, I've been grandfathered in.
0: Oh, okay. Because you already had the job. Because I was yes. already doing the job. So that can, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit. So let's backtrack. So you grew up, I mean, you basically just lived in Albany, right? Yes. And you went to, you graduated from South Albany High School? I did. Which is where all the sketchy kids went, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and there's a story, a backstory to that too, because I um, went to Memorial um, Junior High and then I went to West Albany and that was back when it was a four-year high school. So you were a freshman. I mean, sorry. A three-year high school so you were a sophomore okay and so i went to west albany the first part of my sophomore year and then my parents because of my dad having a stroke and everything sort of fell apart and they sold their house my mom really wanted this mobile home because it was the greatest thing (laughs) in the 70s (laughs) she gave up this four-bedroom home on a quarter acre lot for this mobile home
0: the trailer the trailer. That same trailer? That same trailer. Good Christ. Where was the house at?
1: Out by Lynn Benton. Was it? Yeah, right. Only a couple blocks from where we actually lived.
0: Okay. Because it Car- lived over by like the Corneliuses and stuff, right? Yeah,
1: right. Um, Caddy Corner in that big gray house on the corner.
0: Okay. And so when you move that, so then you switch districts. So
1: then I switched districts and you had to go to the, back in that day, you had to go to the school in your district. Right. So I had to go to South Albany, which, at the time, at West Albany, I was playing basketball, and I refused to play for South Albany. Why? Because I wasn't going to play the for the opposing <laughs> team. Are you kidding me?
0: You were you you refused to give up the yellow and blue for the Bulldogs, yeah, yeah. and we're not going to wear rebel red. Exactly. Rebel gray. Gray
1: and gray. <sighs> yeah. So then I.
0: That's so funny. I didn't know that you played basketball. Yeah. Did you play but other sports?
1: Um No, because, you know, of course it was in the 70s. Right. That was when girls basketball was just restarting. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like I was great or anything. They needed girls they to play. They needed <laughs> girls <Yeah>. to play. <laughs> so I played. But, you know, at San e. M., the, they'd always had a girls team. They never got rid of it. My mom played really? when she was in high school. Yeah.
0: Where did grandma go to high school? In
1: Grace City, North Dakota. Huh. Yeah, so she was all jazzed because I was playing but of course, she didn't come to any of my games. No.
0: Yeah. Well, Grandpa was sick, and he needed to be taken care of. Yeah. I sense that maybe that's a point of contention with you. No,
1: actually, it really wasn't. A, like, it just never happened, so it wasn't. It wasn't really even on my radar. But it wasn't, and and maybe it wasn't. I just didn't know it. But it wasn't like it was when you guys were kids, and your mm-hmm. parents went to every single game that your kid had. Right. It wasn't like that then.
0: Well, As for much. some for some parents, it was
1: yeah.
0: So um, and so, so you had to go to South Albany, and so was that a big? What was the? How different was it? Like, even though literally West and South Albany are what the schools are what ten miles apart, maybe not even they're only like but it's like three miles apart. It's like a complete different well cultural. The, you know,
1: you think about when when you go to um junior high Mm -hmm. and even grade school junior high and then you all go to the same high school yep well then i had to go to this other high school where i didn't know any of those kids yeah and i um that was really hard for me but it it wasn't like horrible or anything it just it mm, i started having a little more fun yeah (laughs) yeah and i got my license then (laughs) then i got my car
0: What kind of fun were you having, Mom?
1: I was having a lot of fun, and, um, yeah, I was lucky that I graduated.
0: Was that when you... I'm not
1: sure you guys have ever heard that story.
0: No. Okay, so there's a story where you almost don't graduate from high school?
1: Well, because I... Well, we figured out how to um, skip school. Yeah. And we would...
0: What do you mean you figured out how to skip school?
1: Well, because they have this this list, and then they would call your parents if you weren't there. Right. And so we would show up late so that we would get on the list. Right. That would be distributed to our teachers. But then we would go to the office and check in and say that we were here. Okay. So then they would mark our name off the list and not call our parents. But all the teachers, we were still on the list. Right. So they're like, oh, they're absent. No big deal. Right. And... Then we were gone for the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> uh, so this is interesting because this brings me to a story that I don't think I, I don't think dad knows this. Dad taught me. I kind of figured out how to sign dad's name. And because, you know, when they were running the restaurant, mm-hmm. they had limited amount of free time and he didn't always want to go to. He didn't always want to drive to Salem on his day off to get stuff for the cafe. So, he would give me a list, and I could drive. And So, after school, I was supposed to go to Salem and pick stuff up. Oh, uh huh Well, he had taught me how to sign his name. I had a Costco card when I was 16, and I was not supposed to have it. They would give me shit all the time, and I would go over to the manager. I'd be like, will you tell these idiots to just let me check out? How many times have I bought stuff here? He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just let him do it. Well, since I knew how to sign Dad's name... I started to take advantage of that. Yeah, I would write my yeah. I would write myself notes, excusing myself from school, and be like, uh, "Dustin has permission to leave after third period." Signed, Brian Jones. And I would turn in my note, and I would go. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I would go a couple times. I went to the movies. Um, a couple times I would go. I I would go to like Fred Meyer and buy a couple magazines, and then go eat lunch at canton garden by myself and read magazines like an old man
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so funny
0: um there was okay so but how come you so they got you're just gone so much that you weren't doing your classwork and so you almost didn't finish
1: yeah so um my grade point average was really low but i had already done because basically i had all my credits right um by the you know, last half of my senior year. So it, I didn't really have to be there. Mm-hmm. But obviously I wasn't getting into a <laughs> university. Um, but I wasn't planning on going because uh, I didn't think that my parents could afford it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if I went to college, then the social security that we got for my dad being disabled or would be taken away from my mom And given to me. And I didn't want that money to be taken away from her. But nobody explained to me how it really worked. And so.
0: So you you thought that if you went to school that they would take money away from grandma and grandpa? Yeah. And no one told you that that wasn't true? Right. Did you go and ask someone?
1: Uh. Well, no, my mom, that's what my mom thought too. Oh, okay. And so um, I just didn't bring it up because.
0: Why didn't you go on Google and look it up?
1: We didn't have Google then.
0: That wasn't in an encyclopedia?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) No. It would have taken going to the Social Security office. You would have had to go
0: and see a person face to face. Yes. Think about that, kids. You could not find out an answer in 45 seconds. It would have taken you an hour and 45 minutes at least to see someone, probably.
1: Oh, probably at least that long. But anyway, so, you know, I didn't want to take away from them, so I just... Decided I was just going to go to work.
0: And what what did you want to do when you grew up? What Like, what was your... You didn't have, like, a dream. Like, this is what I'm going to do.
1: No, I didn't. No.
0: And, I mean... You and Dad got married when you were 19, right? Right. So, it's not like you had, like, a lot of... Out of high school time before that happened. No, um, no. So... You and dad met at a party, right? Yes. In Malala? Yes. How the hell did you end up in Malala?
1: Well, I worked in Malala um, with the Sanquists. Mm-hmm. We were friends with Sanquists in Albany, and then they bought the Spot Tavern in Malala, and then they put in the Pete's Parlor. Okay. That was attached to the tavern. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I would go there from the time, the summer that I turned 13. I went and worked with them. Um, the first summer we were building all the tables and getting everything ready to open the pizza parlor. Then the next summer, two summers, I worked in the pizza parlor itself. Yeah. Um, and that's where I started having a lot of fun.
0: Well, is, is fun code for drinking or is fun code for yes. smoking doobs? No, I wasn't into that. No? Mm-mm. Quaaludes? no lsd
1: no i shouldn't even be talking about this why
0: because <laughs> Because when you were a kid what does I it know. matter i did do some speed you did some speed
1: yeah and i didn't think anything of it i didn't think i just didn't think anything of it
0: like greenies or something
1: no cross tops.
0: i don't know what that means they're white crosstops were speed oh.
1: and so then when i go back to school right and i have you know in september you have your pictures taken yeah and then we get these pictures and my eyes are all glassy (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh and i could type like really fast
0: right (laughs) (laughs) why is it that you feel you can't say these things
1: because i'm not like that i i don't
0: but you were like that because you did it
1: (laughs) i know but it wasn't me
0: right but that i mean it's just yeah. it's things that we've, we have will do things that, you know, we wish maybe we hadn't done or that weren't right at the time. But you just did them anyway because you're a kid and you're just figuring out the world.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah. So anyway. Um,
0: and you're having other kinds of fun.
1: Yeah. So so I went and stayed with these people because, you know, Grant, you know, my dad had been sick, mm-hmm. and so they these people knew that, and they knew that my parents didn't have any money because they were, you know, going through this rough, really rough time, and so they had me come and stay with them, and they paid me to work in their pizza parlor. Right. So I got a paycheck, you know. I mean, this started from the time I was 13. Right. I've been having a paycheck, and I haven't stopped, but for three months. Yeah. My whole life, and um. But we we would go, and of course we worked. The pizza parlor was open until, like, 1 o'clock, I want to say. Wow. Yeah. And it was attached to a tavern. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of older friends mm-hmm. that had a lot of parties. Right. Yeah. And so we would get off work at 1, 1.30. We'd do all our cleanup and everything. And then we'd go party. Yeah. Well, her dad worked for Franz Bread. And so he had to get up at 4 in the morning. And there were a few times when... We were trying to sneak into the house when he was getting up. (laughs) And we couldn't... Back in the day, I didn't understand why he was so upset with us. right? And then after I had my kids, and I'm thinking, here he is responsible for someone else's teenage child who's staying out until 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) No wonder he was so upset. So I had the opportunity Uh, to talk with them and to apologize to them for... um, putting them your through shenanigans that. yeah for shaving a few years off their life
0: right and so you met dad at one of these parties
1: yes oh yeah whoa we went on a tangent yeah, there didn't What well, we? happens this um, is I,
0: I this is why i never believe anyone who says they don't have anything to say Oh, because okay. we're now at 49 minutes okay and you've and we have not even gotten past the fact that you and dad met at a party <laughs> yeah
1: that's true um yeah so anyway i used to work in malala and Leave i was
0: it. is it, okay w- real quick side note is it wrong that the fat kid in me the only thing i want to know is if the pizza was any good <laughs>
1: <laughs> well in that day oh uh, it was really good and yep. they had these they had these little things that were called um finger steaks and they were like pieces of meat like steak mm-hmm. that was dusted in this uh, flour, yeah. seasoning, and put in the deep fryer. And then you got little sauces to dip them in right. or whatever. And I have never, ever had those recreated anywhere. Yeah.
0: They were like chicken fingers but made out of steak. Yes. Mm, delicious.
1: Yeah. They were just, they were so good. Even, <laughs> <laughs> that's the fat person in me coming out. <laughs> but seriously, I've never had those anywhere else. Huh. And they used to go and buy the big, huge, you know, I don't even know because I was 14 at the time. But it was this big hunk of meat that they right. used to go buy like at the... Oh, and it would be equivalent to Cash and Carry now. United Grocers, wherever, you know. Yep. And they would cut it up themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it was really good. And their pizza was pretty good. But um, one time Bonnie and um, her husband at the time, Tom, came to, <laughs> to have pizza and I was so excited that they were there. I forgot to put the sauce on the pizza. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. Okay. So back. So anyway. Working so, in Malala. Party. Go.
1: Yeah. So I'm trying to remember. Um, gosh, it's so long ago. I was in Malala visiting and we were cruising through town and we saw these guys in this shiny black truck and it had a snowmobile in the back. Mm hmm. And we're like, dude, who is that? Right. And so <laughs> I can't even remember. Uh, we circled back around again or something. Anyway, it turns out that it was. Um, you know, I can't even remember exactly, but somehow we all ended up being stopped at the same place. And we found out that we had mutual friends and then we were all going to go to this party. So we all went to this party and yeah. That's how it started.
0: And it was dad's black truck, right? Yeah. With the snowmobile. With the
1: snowmobile in the back.
0: Uh, The truck that he had to sell when I was being born because you guys needed the money? No. No.
1: The truck that he crashed. Oh. Because he was drunk. Oh. Yeah. When we were broke up.
0: Ah. Yeah.
1: It was very (laughs) traumatic.
0: So you guys kind of. How old would you have been? Because you were not still in high school when you guys met. Right? Yeah, I was a senior
1: in high school, and um, so I that must have been that must have been like January. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it was New Year's. It was New Year's, and um, yeah, I should have known then that there was a problem.
0: <laughs> Why? Uh,
1: because your dad was downing like a fifth of whiskey like straight. Yeah. Yeah, and I was with Lucian at the time, Lucian Rogers, and we all took off, went down the logging road Well, your dad put his truck in the ditch. Yeah. And I guess I felt sorry for him, <laughs> so I was like, it's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay, you know, and, the, and just from there we became friends and...
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah.
0: So much fun. So much so fun. So many memories. Oh
1: gosh, we did have a lot of fun, Vern Forstall. Yeah, we had a lot of fun.
0: And when so you go back to school, and he's working.
1: I go back to school. He's working. Um, then his dad um, was the superintendent at Stuckert Lumber. Right. And his um. Goffin, uh, Russ's dad. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he worked for um, your grandpa. Okay. And his wife was the office manager equivalent at the Forest Service. And so she um, got me a job. Nice. So I went to work for the Forest Service.
0: What was that like?
1: That was a lot of fun.
0: What did you do for the Forest Service? I
1: worked in timber sales. And basically, I just I did clerical um clerical work for the forest service but it was in the timber sales and so i um did log scale tickets so i met all the and and we sold the timber sales and so i did the um paperwork for that and so met all the log buyers and um all the timber scalers and yeah i had a really good time at that job (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: what were the parties like in detroit
1: you know, in Detroit, I didn't do a lot of partying. No, no, because your dad and I got um, together, and then, well, we did, we did have a few. I guess we did have more <laughs> than I thought. <laughs> but we had a boat. Yeah, and so, and because he worked at the sawmill, you know, they were done at four o'clock. Right, and I was done at four thirty, and so we would just meet at the Kane's Marina. We had the boat moored down there, and so we get off work, we go straight to the boat, and we'd be on the boat till dark. Yeah. And we did that for, I don't know, that whole summer, and had a lot, a
0: lot of fun. Man, I just cramped you guys' style, didn't I?
1: I know, and the thing is, what makes me really (laughs) sad about that whole thing is that I thought that I was going to have babies for a long time. Right. You know, because when you have a baby, it, like, really impacts your life. Yeah. And so I was like, well, we might as well sell this boat because we don't use it. Right. And so we freaking sold the boat, which was really dumb. Right. Because you're only little for a small period of time. And then we would have had something fun to do with you. Right. But, you know, live and learn. That's one of the downfalls of um, having children really young. Right. (laughs) Because you're growing up at the same time and you're learning things.
0: Because I was born uh, 10 days before your 20th birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. And you guys got married the September before that, right? October. October. Mm
1: -hmm. We got married on my dad's birthday. Okay. Which was opening hunting season, and the Forest Service guys never let me live that down. Who would plan their wedding on opening day of hunting season?
0: I had no clue. Yeah, why would you do that to people? I didn't know anything about hunting. Did you plan it on Grandpa's birthday specifically, or did it just work out that way?
1: It just worked out that way, and so it was... A Saturday, and it was my dad's birthday, and I thought it would be fun. Right. And I always wanted a fall wedding.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. Not people, not a lot of people go for the fall wedding. (laughs) Not sure what I was supposed to say to that. Lot to add to that subject. Yeah. Um. So. (coughs) Let's see. Where do I want to go?
1: So then we had you. Right. Because we got married and uh, we got married in October and I got pregnant in November. Yeah. Yeah,
0: truly. Good good work.
1: Yeah. Just planned da- it that way.
0: Dad just knocking it out.
1: Well, actually, my cousin got married in November and it was
0: a really good party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Kathy, if you ever listen to
0: this. Thanks, Kathy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having a really good party. It means I got born. That was good looking out.
1: Yep. Um. So, yeah, so then you were born in August. We were only married, well, I was pregnant almost our entire first year of marriage.
0: Right. So, so you know, the first year of marriage is always fun to begin with, and then with a pregnancy on top? I mean, yeah, imagine that. I'm sure it was just a load of fun.
1: Oh, gosh. I was so, the only thing, I never had morning sickness or any of that, mm-hmm. but I was tired. Yeah. I was so tired, and I'd get home from work, and I'd just crash, and I'd wake up, and there'd be a note. Gone fishing. <laughs> Cause your dad was like, okay, she's asleep again. But and then you came into our lives and all was well with the world. <laughs> uh
0: August eleventh, nineteen eighty.
1: Oh, and it was hot.
0: That was like one of the hottest summers ever, it was right? So
1: hot. It was like hundred and eight degrees. Well,
0: I like to make an impression.
1: Oh my gosh, it was so hot. And we um, we had gone to Eugene for whatever reason. We went to Eugene to buy this stereo. Now you got to remember, this is 1980. Right. You know what the stereos were like? Huge speakers, like right. You know, three. Was feet it tall. that same
0: stereo that you guys had, like when I was gr- like when we yeah, were growing up? Yeah.
1: And so. <clears throat> we yeah, got I wish
0: e- I had that stereo.
1: Oh, I do too. Sorry, I'm gonna.
0: Drink. drink. My drink's gone. So
1: throat's getting really dry because I'm talking too much <coughs> Um. anyway we go to Eugene and we got all that done and we stopped to have dinner and I was like oh my back really hurts bad yeah. I had no idea it was back labor so we get to my mom's in Albany and she's like I think pretty sure you're having back labor <laughs> So about 11 o'clock that night, we call the doctor and he says, yeah, you need to come in and get checked. <coughs> well, he was nice enough to keep me there. Yeah. Because my mom lived in the trailer. Right. Which had no air conditioning <laughs> and it was hot as heck. And we lived an hour away from there. Right. And so he said, I don't want you going home. So this is
0: when you guys lived. Do you guys live in Detroit? We, we still lived in Idana. In, in Idana. Yeah. That's been longer than an hour well yeah it's 40 it's an hour and 15 minutes
1: yeah um
0: hour and 20 minutes probably
1: yeah and so um he kept me there and there was a lady next to me that was screaming bloody murder oh geez you know and i'm 19 years old and i'm thinking holy crikey
0: and were you by yourself
1: yeah, your dad had gone home. Right. Because they told him, you know, you need to go home and get some rest because be nothing's long... happening to her right now. And the doctor comes in and he sits on my bed and he pats my leg and he goes, I just want you to know that I have asked her, I've offered her pain meds and she won't take any. Because that was in the day when we were doing a natural and right. nobody wanted any pain meds. And stupid as that is. So. He gives but, me,
0: but most women are still smoking during their pregnancy, but they won't take fucking pain <laughs> ma- pain medication.
1: Well, that's probably true, but I didn't smoke. Right, I know. And so, um, so he gave me a shot <laughs> so I could sleep. <laughs> Thank God, because it was brutal. And then you were born the next day.
0: Yeah. Yep. How did you, you? Were you in labor for a really long time? No. Um. Like real labor?
1: No, because they started the pitocin, which oh, okay. is you know starts contractions and everything, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know they probably got to that around ten o'clock or something, and you were born at four, so it wasn't bad
0: I was born at four in the afternoon yeah nice um so what was what was what was the first year of being a mom like
1: it was awesome if I had had Heather first, yeah, I'm not sure that I would have had another <laughs> child, but you were such a dream child, and I'm not saying this to, you know, make you feel good or anything, but you really were a dream baby. Except for right in the very beginning, my milk didn't come in, mm-hmm. and you were starving. Yeah. We didn't know that, but um we were just like your your grandma was helping me and we we're just like what is wrong with this baby? And so finally, um we didn't have any formula and mm-hmm. grant, you know, we live clear up there in Idaho, which is
0: Right. It wasn't like there was just somewhere down the street you could go. It was no. you had to go to Salem. No. So your grandma said. Staten.
1: So your grandma sent your grandpa to the store to get some canned milk. Yeah. And we put canned milk in one of those little bottles. You sucked that thing down and you passed out. <laughs> and you slept for hours. No, you were starving.
0: Right. No wonder I'm fat. <laughs> you starved me from the beginning. I've never known where I was going to get my next meal, That's so probably- I always have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey food. we
1: know what it is now <laughs> we
0: figured it Woo-hoo! out Nikki we've had a breakthrough we now know why I'm fat my mom starved me when I was a baby she didn't give me no milk <laughs> and so we had to have canned milk and then you Oops. had canned milk
1: on top of that which is
0: you know evaporated milk and probably uh, uh, probably put me in a sugar coma yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah and you were just so much fun we had so much fun with you.
0: Well, that, and the fact know.
1: that your grandma watched you all the time and spoiled you rotten and I just swooped in after work and picked <laughs> you up. <and laughs> yeah. So maybe that's why you were so wonderful. Maybe.
0: Maybe, maybe <laughs> grandma was a uh, doctoring my bottle a little bit and just making sure <laughs> I was taken. That could be. <laughs> no. I don't think
1: she
0: would have done
1: no, that. You were just a good baby.
0: So, you couldn't leave well enough alone. You decided that I was so good. There's no... You you, you must be able to have another great second child. So, you just decided to have another one? Yep. <laughs> you know Heather's going to hear this, so you're just going to go I, with that I answer. had to think about that, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, yes, then Heather comes along. And she was so colicky. It was... A nightmare. It's just me against the world.